Hello, this is Maurice Harker. I'm glad you've taken the time to listen to this podcast. What you're about to listen to is a set of principles that come from the discoveries I've made as a therapist working with married people and people fighting for self-mastery. And so please enjoy what you're listening to. And then when you want more advanced training, look us up at Life Changing Services, especially if you're a married person, check out the Marriage Repair Workshop and the Lazarus Lectures. Enjoy what you listen to. Baby steps to presiding correctly starts with, if you've spent any time as a man in the mountain, you already know what it's like to try to spend some time with God. And instead of just being up there and wrestling with God or venting with God, etc., I invite you to pick one piece of your stewardship. I spoke with one of you earlier this week. I'll let him decide for himself if he wants to speak up and, and say who he is. But he's got to do some clarifying of which um, life philosophy he's going to be using to lead his family. He's got to really focus and go, okay, I need to pick. I need to start experimenting with, am I going to use LDS principles? Am I going to use Buddhist principles? Am I going to use Hindu principles? Guys, you don't have to know exactly what you're doing to come back with a plan, a tentative plan for this next piece. Even for me, sometimes like, just bringing a plan for Saturday afternoon. Like, here's the plan for Saturday. Here's my proposed plan for Saturday afternoon. I was talking to another of you who was trying to propose a plan for this weekend's uh, yard sale or garage sale. I'm just trying to bring a plan. I just want to bring something. Okay, so guys, go to God, pull up one of your stewardships, and start to create the skeleton of a plan. Now, a little warning. Don't try to develop the whole plan out detail because if you're anything like me if someone uh counter proposals that i turn it into a locomotive and i run them right over like i just had this giant plan together there's no room for you to have any thoughts and feelings about that plan which brings up the next piece it is important that this process of bringing a plan to the wife is done on a regular basis not just in the moment of duress a true presider values being a step ahead not just waiting for catastrophes Within our bag of resources is access to the spirit of prophecy. We can practice using this until we are able to quite frequently predict upcoming attacks on ourselves and our families, similar to the way Captain Moray was able to predict attacks on his people. Guys, in these plans, you want to be able to say to your wife, I tried to guess with accuracy what Satan would try. For instance, here's one. As our family uh, was preparing to do yard work on Saturday. Just the fact that you verbalized that you attempted to think of the satanic attack is going to be leaps and bounds of giving her confidence in you. Go on. He thinks about this stuff. He pays attention to it. He's not just winging it. And what happens when we wing it? Then somebody else takes control, and then we have a woman who's taking control. Formulate a few ideas. Uh, one of my favorite resources for this is Stephen Covey's Roles and Goals. Roles is the term he used for stewardships. Goals is what I hope to accomplish with that. Um, then you share the rough draft with her, and then you invite her to share her thoughts. May I suggest that you start asking her for her thoughts and feelings on that stewardship before she starts to offer those thoughts and feelings. You might have to preempt that, like, I've got some thoughts and feelings on a stewardship, but I'd really like to hear your thoughts and feelings as well. And then ask her for her thoughts and feelings. Some of you have wives that would be shocked by that. Like, you want to know my thoughts and feelings? Go, yeah. 
Now, do wear a seat belt and have pen and paper handy when you ask that question. In most cases, you will get a generous supply of thoughts and feelings. And she will, in other cases, you get the opposite. And sometimes they're like, I'm not telling you my thoughts and feelings. If that's the case, it's probably because you've shot her thoughts and feelings out of the sky like a skeet shooter. But gentlemen, you want to start writing down her thoughts and feelings. Don't discuss them on the first conversation. Don't debate. Don't argue. Don't. If The only thing you do is ask clarifying questions. So when you're saying on Saturday you were hoping to go visit your mom instead of doing the work I had in mind, can you tell me more about that? Why was that a priority to you? What were you hoping to accomplish by that? In my memory, we were trying to set Saturdays aside for yard work, and you're saying you want to go see your mom. Don't be challenging. Just gather information. After you've done that, we can usually use the four-square listening tool to do it. You just write it all down. Then you retreat. You go back to God. Before you leave, you say, you've given me a lot to think about. You've given me a lot to think about. I'm going to go ponder what you said and try to find a way to bridge the two worlds. In a perfect world, you start to get some revelations. How can we fulfill her hopes and dreams and what I had in mind at the same time? How do I fulfill her hopes and dreams and mine at the same time? And it's kind of like a sewing machine that stitches your brains together as you reach in towards talking to her, and then you retreat and regroup and ponder and come up with some more ideas and then go in again, and then retreat and ponder and then go in again, just stitching back and forth, and you'll be surprised at how often you can actually come to a useful conclusion. For this situation, some of you have really big things you're working on. You may not be able to do it all in that moment. And sometimes it's really small things. And so presiding is includes very much the process of you leading the conversation, including the speeding up of the conversation and the slowing down of the conversation. I need to, I would like to hear more on your thoughts on this. Hold on a second while I ponder what you just said. Could you please talk a little bit more about that? Hold on a second. I want to take some notes. Guys, these ladies, in almost every case I've ever worked with, very rarely do I have a woman who won't let you preside the speed of the conversation if you're giving and receiving. If you're keeping her engaged in the conversation, she'll let you lead. Hello, you've just finished listening to one of our episodes of Memoirs of an LDS Therapist. It's important to me that you have a chance to get more and more of these principles. We kept this brief because you probably have a busy life, but there's so much more. So please listen to the rest of these episodes and look for ways to apply them to your life. And ready f- when you're ready for some deep and complex training, please look us up at lifechangingservices.org, specifically the marriage repair workshops and the Lazarus lectures. I look forward to seeing you in those more advanced trainings.